Welcome. You're listening to the shit philosophers, developers, enthusiasts, idiots, bestest buds, gamers say. So, Peter, what do you think about the idea of me having government security clearance? <laughs> oh. uh, is that really how you feel? Is um, that is that you know you know? It's better. It's better. I try. Well, I mean, imagine you, if you, you will. Be able I to have get, you. You you would just be blacked out, drunk the whole time, anyway. Well, hey now, that's my character you're assassinating. <laughs> About to say, how can I spill any government secrets when I'm like dead on the floor all the yeah. time? I'm the perfect candidate. Absolutely the perfect candidate. You're listening to an episode of Shit Gamers Say. I'm your host, Joe Boda. This is the podcast for the week of October... It's the October 4th, 2015. That's the week it is. With me today, as always, is Peter Samin. I'm here. I was thrown off for a minute because typically we record on Mondays, and yeah. here we are. And it's Tuesday, everybody. <laughs> it's Rock Band 4 Day. Oh, my God. It's out, isn't it? I didn't. I couldn't believe it. I for, for, like, up to the last second before I started playing it, I thought, well, maybe it was all fake. Maybe it was all a big joke. Maybe they actually didn't get the funding. The, the, the series is actually dead. No, it's I mean, real. it can't it can't be a good thing when the release date just creeps up on you. You know, it's like <laughs> I don't know. Harmonix is being pretty hush hush about the game. Yeah, they, yeah, they weren't they weren't going around showing it everywhere or anything. Or no, no, they keep it to themselves. Yeah, yeah. No, no, this game's this game. Okay, I mean, let's be real. So, as I as I've mentioned before, I. Uh, went ahead and pre-ordered the digital version and a physical version because of stupid, weird pre-order bullshit weirdness. Yes. So I was able to get the digital version last night and play it with my existing guitar because it has compatibility with all the old guitars, except for... Oh, yeah. Except for only... I checked. They have a compatibility chart. Really? So every Guitar Hero and Rock Band guitar ever works except for two of them guess which ones those are uh mad cats so joe this just shows how much you don't know about rock band i mean rock shit band, dude i don't even own rock band Cut rock me some band slack. four so rock band three the later publishings of it were published by her for by mad cats and rock band four is entirely published by mad cats so actually all of the mad cats instruments work that's kind of kind of crazy, right? Kind of crazy. It's crazy that anyone would trust Mad Cats. <laughs> hey, desperate times, right? They <laughs> when EA <laughs> drops you, where do you go? <laughs> where the fuck that's actually that's actually a really good question. I'm trying to think of all of the third-party peripheral companies, and I can't honestly think of any of them. 
Yeah, I mean, any if, of if, them. If they were going to go to some company that makes that can make the stuff that they need, it's got to be Mad Cats. Like, who else is going to make all the guitars, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Those guys who made the Poly Station seem to have their shit together. Oh. <laughs> uh. But uh, no, so it works with all the cars except for some random like third-party guitar that I never even heard of before. And the Guitar Hero 2 guitar on Xbox, because it was wired, and apparently the USB for that doesn't work on the Xbox One, but every other guitar works. Yes, Joe, even the Guitar Hero 1 and 2 guitars on the PS2. You fucking me. How how does that even work? How does that even work? Because there are PS2 to USB adapters, and they work through that. They That's got those dumb. to work. That's so dumb. Harmonix got those to fucking work. How? They did it. Well, they I fucking did it. <laughs> they did it. <laughs> it. Fucking it's over. Burn it all down. They did it, guys. They did the unthinkable and made a what now? Like a, a 12 plus. No, it's like 13 plus year old peripheral work. Yeah. Like, older just than imagine that. they, I don't even they know. had an employee working on PS2 USB drivers. <laughs> That's like dumb. Like I'm trying to think <laughs> what? Or I wonder if I wonder if there were already wrappers in place to go Maybe. from PS2 to PS3 and then they so what they did was they converted the PS2 to the PS3 standard and then converted the PS3 standard to PS4 so it's just a chain of I mean maybe that's possible. I, I mean that's what I would do. <laughs> but yeah, but then again, I don't claim to be the best fucking programmer. Uh, wow, that's crazy. That's something yeah. special. Yeah, I mean, I've only played about three hours of it so far, but uh, so far, like initial impressions, I, I, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm satisfied, Joe. You are satisfied. So and, what? What? And you know, what? you know, you know how like with Rock Band Three, as good as Rock Band Three was, I was not satisfied. You are not. So this is it. This is this is your Metal Gear Solid Five, Peter. They we had some twists and turns, some dips and mountain yep. peaks, but here we are back at the top again. Everything that they took out of Rock Band Two when they made Rock Band Three is back in Rock Band Four, and that makes me so happy because that makes this the best version because it has the stuff from Three and Two because. There's always like, well, three's better at this and two's better at this. Now it's like four has everything and it's fantastic. They added back. So one of the main thing, well, also it's not as glitchy as three. You know how th- like, like three I've showed you like videos and actually I've showed you just when you were just over like of their hair, like literally coming off their heads and like the microphone shaking when it shouldn't and like weird shit like that. Yeah. All the haunted stage. Yeah. That doesn't happen in four, but then so less glitches and the big thing. So Rock Band 1 and 2, the crowd would sing along during inf- like big, like meaningful passages during songs. Like when you do Living on a Prayer, you want like in, if you're at a concert, the, the crowd's going to sing along, right? Yeah, you're going to sing the chorus. You cannot not sing the chorus. Exactly. In spite of what Thomas DeMere says, <laughs> fucker, I remember that. Oh, God damn. Yeah, he thought that was dumb. I thought that was awesome. That was the best part of Rock Band 2 easily, in my y- opinion. Yes. Well, 1 and 2. They took that out for 3. I thought it was, might have been because of a cost-saving measure because they literally got crowds of people to like have that recording for each song. But, hey, apparently they found some way to do it because in Rock Band 4, 
it's back. The songs that you play have people singing along to the chorus, and it surprised me, and it made me so happy. Like, I just couldn't stop smiling. I was like, they, did, they fucking did it. They, they did it. it this is the last one I ever need. Exactly. Maybe, but who cares? Yeah, it's great. Honestly, so wait, it is the last one I ever need, because, like, they already said that they're not going to make another one. They're just going to keep supporting this with DLC, which, that's good. So, uh, do they still have pro instruments? Is that still a thing? Only pro drums, but that's because they've... Uh, the way that they chart drums, they got pro drums for free, basically. Like, they were already char- charting everything on the drums from day one with Rock Band 1. Uh, the other pro instruments, no, because uh, honestly, no one bought them. So they w- and, and they even said that it, it's not like, oh, it takes extra work. No, like, it was like multiple times more work to do the pro instruments and Mm -hmm. so few people bought them that just isn't worth it for them to do them yeah i mean uh, yeah i understand that as a cost saving measure i am kind of bummed just because it's like the piano is like my area of expertise even though i wasn't very good at the rock band piano but it was something that it's like i always want to try this but yeah no i it's probably it's for the best that they took that out i mean rock band three is always there for you joe I don't want Rock Band 3. (laughs) I want Rock Band 4. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's good. And so, Joe, this one might make you happy. So you remember that uh, weird uh, YouTube video that we listened to, that we used to watch a few times and sing along to? Uh, The He-Man Hey, Hey, Hey song. Yeah. Did you know that did you know that's actually a real song? Yeah, I knew that was a real song. So I didn't. What? That song really? that song is in Rock Band 4. Great. Awesome. <laughs> it like and the best part is that like I didn't know, so I just went into this set list. They're like, "Yeah, you're going to play two songs, this one and that one." I'm like, "Okay, well, I've never heard of this." And the first song is that one. I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> That's pretty great. So wait, can you make playlists in this? Yeah, I mean, you could make playlists ever since like Rock Band 2. So, okay, yeah. I, I didn't know that. So just make a playlist of that song on repeat. And oh, yeah, you, just, you, to- yeah. you totally can. You totally can. Totally should. <laughs> so all is pretty good except for one thing. And this is my own fault for not knowing this because apparently they announced this months ago. But mm-hmm. every like day they've been touting on Twitter like, hey, pre-order Rock Band 4. You get 30 free bonus songs. But if you pre-order, you get the free 30 songs. It's great. 30 songs for free. I'm like, that's awesome. I'd love to have the three free, 30 free songs. Apparently, they had already announced what the songs were. I didn't know. And I checked. They're all songs that have been released before. And I own oh. all of them. So now, I mean, so I thought at first I was kind of miffed. I was like, well, well, fuck, man. I already have all these songs. But now I'm not miffed because you know why? Because Rock Band 4. Because I can just eBay the code and get extra money from the extra songs. (laughs) So what if it's 30 free songs? Are you just going to sell it at 30 bucks? I mean, I don't know. I I mean, you know, I I don't know because technically each song is two bucks. So it would be 60. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I got to see what people are willing to pay for the... Maybe everyone else already has these songs, too. I don't know, but... Uh, yeah. I feel like $45 might be a good, like, middle ground. Yeah, even... Honestly, any amount. Like, to me, it's free money. A thousand dollars! Get this exclusive 
exclusive. Fucking pre-order set never, of songs. Never released before. Brand new. Not old songs. <laughs> you won't find these songs anywhere else. Yep. Especially on iTunes. Don't even bother looking. Especially not on Rock Band 1, 2, and 3. Ain't going to find them there. Only in and 4. Only 4. Uh, only 4. So yeah, now that I've indulged myself... Now that you've indulged yourself, now that you are fully satisfied, you can yeah. die. Is now this I, it? Have you peaked? Now I Joe, can die. I saw the Joe, day that Rock Band 4 came back. What? The game, guess how big the game is. Um, I'm going to guess, uh, well, the typical uh, diameter of a Blu-ray disc is like, what, is seven inches? I'd say, no, nah, more <laughs> like six inches. So I'm going to, I'm going to guess, so six Six times pi. No, wait. You want to do three squared times pi. Uh, I give up. I don't know how big the game is. 3.7 gigs. Doesn't that seem really small? Are you fucking me? They couldn't have just made everything a flak file? <laughs> just uncompressed. It's weird to me because um, with the amount of songs on there and the content, I feel like it would be more because my DLC on PS3 takes up literally like... 60 gigs. So that's, that is actually really bizarre. So, yeah. So I don't know if they got better at compression. Maybe, you know what? P compression probably got better since rock band one came out. Cause like they, they had to keep compatibility. So they probably kept the same format for going forward with rock band one. So mm -hmm. probably since then they've been like, fuck man, we can make the, we can compress this way better. Yeah. Or they made, or they cheated a bit on like their art assets or something like that. Like who's just, yeah, there's maybe, I mean, the game looks really good. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Man. Yeah. Who knows? That's interesting. <laughs> just yeah, like I, when, it, when it downloaded, it was 3.7. I was like, oh, is it going to be one of those games that you get in and then there's another download bar? No, it just started up. I'm like, okay, sure. Sure. All right. Sure. Or maybe it's, it's streaming. It's what? streaming. What? It's, it's streaming all the music to your <laughs> PS4. Stream That's it right it. to we your brain. It out. You don't even know about it. You don't even know. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just so yeah. yeah. What, 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 what what's up? What, what's up with what's going on? What's up? So much shit is up. Oh my goodness! Like I, I have a a tale to tell, a series really? of unfortunate events. Did you get um, lost again? I always get lost. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I get home, but no. So, um, I uh, made it a point this weekend to go up to Cleveland to visit some friends. And on top of that, the Monday after that weekend, I had to go back down to Cincinnati for a job interview. Mm. So first starting with the Cleveland trip, I had to take a Greyhound up to Cleveland. And I don't know about you, if you've ever been on a Greyhound or been in a Greyhound station or anything, those, those places are shady as fuck. Never in like, my life. Have never I ever. in your life. Knock on wood, hoping you never have to go there. Those places <laughs> are shady, like hella shady. Um, though I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with that either way. So just getting on the bus up to Cleveland so, first guy asks me if he can check 
his bank account with my phone. And I'm like, what? uh, that's so random. Well, it was really random. And I'm like, uh, what bank do you use? Like, I might not have the app for it. You know, and it's like, no, I just need, I'm calling the bank number and entering my Whoa. account information <laughs> over the phone to hear my account. And I'm like, people still do this. Like, so this is like the, so, so this is the thing, you know, the socioeconomic status of people going on Greyhound, unfortunately not the best, so it's just like this guy doesn't have a phone and he also checks his bank account via telephone call. It he was also just bizarre. checks his bank account when he's going on the Greyhound. Yeah, I mean, I, but th- that's the thing. It's like, yeah, so as far as I know, he's in dire straits and has like 50 bucks in his bank account and just has to be sure that he has enough money to like hail yeah. a cab to get either where he's going. Like, either that or he's trying to steal your phone. I mean, and so that's what I did preemptively is I like got off of all of my apps and you know US Bank signs me out automatically and also I have like the lock and I have the 10 times remove everything but that yeah no I was kind of paranoid so I just like watched him carefully and I gave it to him with the dialer on and he did that but that was just something that was an interesting thing just to have him ask then another dude much older probably like mid 40s asked me what day it is I'm like, how did you get on this bus? <laughs> the ticket says Saturday, October, yeah. blah, blah, blah. How did you get on this bus? Yeah, I was going to say, like, the tickets tell you what day it is. <laughs> I know. I just didn't. Un- I, I. It's like the, the, the destitute. Everyone on here is a destitute. Like no one knows what's going on, and that you know, and that's okay. Like I'm not like out here to like make fun of people. It's just this is like a jarring experience for me. Like I've been on Greyhound a few times before, but this particular time was eventful. But yeah, just ah. Uh, well, either way, we got up to um, got up to Cleveland and decided that we were gonna pregame with wine tasting. Well, I was having none of that. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to save myself for the bars. And so we ended up going to this wine tasting. And this wine tasting is in the middle of, like, the suburbs at some, like, corner store liquor shop. Hmm. So while I was there, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy some cigars and some liquor. And I had a nice guy tell me, like, what cigars to get. I don't know. That that, that was pretty uneventful. But then my friends who were going to pregame with wine decided they were going to get drunk with wine. So we had to go straight home via Uber, and I didn't go to the bars, and I was sad. Mm. Yeah, the, the, not much ha- uh, happened up in Cleveland, but um, so going back down, going back down to Cincinnati via Greyhound again, there was an incident in Cleveland. So I had just gotten to the Cleveland Greyhound, five minutes away from leaving, uh, got on my bus, and this old couple with a baby decides that they are going to cuss out the bus driver. The bus driver gets <laughs> security, ejects them off the bus, and we end up leaving like 20 minutes later than we were supposed to. My transfer allows for a 30-minute gap between the bus arriving and me getting on the bus to Cincinnati in Columbus. Because hmm. we stop in Columbus. So yeah. it's like, come on, like you fucking scum of human beings. Why would you do this? So, I mean, I get to Columbus get my transfer just fine. And I sit next to a dude on my way down to Cincinnati and he just, okay. So this guy starts telling me his entire life story. 
he's like, oh, you're a young dude? How old you are? I'm like, I'm 22. He's like, oh, yeah, okay. You grew up in Cincinnati? I'm like, yeah, I grew up in Cincinnati for the most part. He's like, yeah, I grew up in Cincinnati too, but, you know, uh, I went out to Utah and I got into some trouble. You see, I'm an alcoholic and I drove my car while drunk through a karate dojo. <laughs> what? So he's like, yes, he's like, I had to deal with that, and then I decided I would move out to Boston, but I got to Boston, you see, and I, it turns out I had some unresolved business in Cincinnati that I gotta go take care of because you see, I'm an alcoholic, and he's just like dumping all of his baggage <laughs> at me. I'm like, dude, you, you'll have to tell me all of this. Like, it's okay. It's gonna be okay. Oh my god! And he's like, yeah. He's like, I went to Hopkins College. I, I dropped out of OSU after two quarters. I went to Hopkins College, got a two-year degree in mechanical management or like auto management. He's like, okay. I ain't using that, but I just want to make it so I don't seem ignorant. And I'm like, come on, dude. Like, please stop. Oh, the characters you meet on Greyhound. Well. You know, it was a fun time nonetheless. I, I'm okay with it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that that's all that happened on the Greyhound bus. And when I got back home, my mom drove me home. I got back home. I had to pee, but I had my hoodie on. So, I took off my hoodie. And right then, my shirt rode up my back. And all I can hear from my mom is Joseph de los Boda. <laughs> And much to my chagrin, she noticed my tattoo. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't want to deal with this right now. So how I did, retreat. <laughs> how on. did she not know you had a tattoo? You've been posting it on Facebook all the time. Have I? Have I actually, though? I thought you mentioned it at some point. I don't recall mentioning it explicitly on Facebook. Maybe. I could have swore. Maybe I not. Talk, I talk about it a lot on this podcast. Okay. This podcast is basically Facebook. It's basically Facebook. <laughs> so, yeah, so she sees it, and she's like, Joseph the Lost Boda. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about this right now. And I just ran into the bathroom because I really had to pee anyway. And then I came back out, and it basically engaged in, like, a two-hour conversation with my parents about my tattoo. And my mom was, like, interestingly enough, like, not what I would call supportive, but not, like, not, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? No one put me down because of it, but it was just one of these things where the entire night became us talking about the social norms and mores of tattoos. And it was, it's like, guys, if I had never taken off my hoodie, we wouldn't even be talking about this right now. (laughs) And my dad's like, why are you being so secretive about it? I'm like, you know goddamn well why. Because my my grandparents are ultra conservative. And while my dad is more tolerant than they are, the first question out of his mouth was, why did you get a tattoo? It's like, Dad, it's for me. It's for me. Yeah. I mean, eh, I mean, I know you're very much one to hide things, but uh, I would Indeed. just, I would just flaunt it because, like, dude, it's my choice. It's not no. your choice. It's my choice. Well, that's well. I mean, that's my reasoning too. I'm like, I don't care. Like, if if other members of the family find out, I don't necessarily care. But some, you know, some family members are just a lot more would be a lot more obnoxious about it than others. Yeah. And also, I'm like, kind of. I'm not the favorite grandchild, so to speak. Well, me and my brother are, like, the ones who are seen as, like, the upstanding individuals of the family, like the last bastions of, of, of hope. <laughs> not what? to be, like, it's, it's really hard to describe. Like, my, my, my family's all pretty good. Like, I'm fine with all my family, but mm-hmm. we're kind of, like, we're, like, 
the youngest chill. It's it's hard to articulate to you. The point being is my grandparents still look at me as the young conservative child that they knew growing up or knew as of me yeah. as I grew up. And now like, you know, I would shatter worldviews for some people. And while I don't <laughs> necessarily care if that happens, it's just one of those things where it's like, well, there's really no need to engage in it. Like who's it hurting if I like just don't talk to them about it. So whatever. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's a whole mess of a thing. And I, I don't care. Like, I don't care that my parents know, but, so that that just happened. That was just that was just something interesting that happened. And then finally I had to get I got my hair cut uh for the job interview that I was going to and I ended up getting there an hour early. So I went to Kroger just to browse. Found like these small white Russian pre-mixed Kahlua bottles and I'm yeah. like I need to get these. I need to get these. And then I'm also like, I need some food for houseboat. Let's get a 12 box of off-brand Pop-Tarts. So going into the Kroger line, all I'm buying is Kahlua and these off-brand Pop-Tarts at <laughs> 9.30 in the morning on a Monday in suburban America. The saddest purchase you will ever see ever made in your life ever at all. Uh, sure. Maybe. I don't know. Can you think of something sadder? You want to, uh, you want to, other than Amiibo? Amiibos and triplet. I mean, if you got Amiibos and alcohol, then I think that would be a solid one up. Well, the thing. Wait, that oh, wait, triplet? Amiibos in triplet. Oh, like getting three Amiibos at once? Well, three of each. Because that's, that's what I did. See, that that is that is indeed sad, but <laughs> I feel like you need to have add alcohol to all of this just to like, it's like the cherry on the proverbial Cake. You just get like a giant barrel of alcohol and stick the amiibos <laughs> inside. <laughs> Basically, yes. This is this is it. That that is that that would be the saddest purchase. So, yeah. So you know that that was my weekend, and now I'm back up here, and now I'm scrambling to finish everything before houseboat tomorrow. At which point I will be off the grid for four days, five days, however many days. And if I don't come back, I want you to carry on the legacy of this podcast. Don't put Oliver on it. Fuck Oliver. (laughs) We'll we will replace you with the ghost of yourself. And now it's time for Spooky Joe Bona Ghost. Woo! (laughs) I'll just make a series of like record. I'll record every like syllable. Yes. That I can make, and then you can just, like, each week try to, like, make me say shit. Yeah, we'll just do it, like, Siri style. Just like Siri. Yeah, see, what the listeners don't know is that every episode is actually scripted, and we have hundreds of scripts, so we could just have the Siri robot Joe say his lines and then record those. Yeah, it just it's basically a tree of dialogue that we just go down and you know, based off of circumstances, we alter <laughs> what we say accordingly. So Definitely. that's my weekend. I played no video games. Fuck video games. I played a lot of video games, Joe. Fuck a lot of video games. I okay, played go ahead. through all of Lego Batman 2. Yeah, but that's not even a Batman game. No. It's a DC superheroes game. Oh, so you can play as Superman. You can play as pretty much any DC superhero you can think of. Like I got Fla- like you asked last week about Flash. Yeah, Flash is in the game, 
basically a third of the way through the game, you just stop playing as Batman. Like, that just stops being an option. You just have to play as the other heroes. Um, unless you're doing, like, free play. But, you know, the story, the main story missions. Yeah, it, it's called Lego Batman, but really, it's, it's not really Lego Batman. Like, that's a misleading title. It's, it's much more than just Batman. So... I mean, so, like, what is the main plot, then, to, that introduces all of these new superheroes? Like, is uh, it just... Do you, pl- um, do you Are you fighting against a collective force of villains from the DC universe as well? You're... Okay, you're fighting the Joker and Lex Luthor, and then at some point, something happens to... Something happens... I, I, honestly, I stopped paying attention to the story at some point, but something world-threatening happens, so then the Justice League comes, and then that's where all the rest of the heroes start coming in. Man, what a twist. I would That's, have never okay, expected I, that. Okay, spoilers. Like, What happens is that the Statue of Liberty comes to life. What? How? How does the Statue of Liberty come to life? Come, I come, wasn't came? paying attention. <laughs> God damn it, Peter. You had one job. What were you doing that was so much more important than paying attention uh, to the story? Listening to Alt F1. Oh, goodness gracious. You don't even know anything about F1 racing. I've n- literally never watched a single one, but now I know a ton about like the minutia of the different drivers. I've listened to almost every episode now. My God, you have so much free time. It, no, it's, it's what I listen to while I'm coding at work. My God, you are a code monkey. <laughs> uh. Oh, man. So, here's so how the many thing, F1 though. racers are in Batman 2? Oh. Zero. Zero. All right. That's all I wanted to know. So here's the other thing, though. I played a little bit of Marvel, Lego Marvel. Yes. I might, I might be mixing those up. Maybe in Lego Marvel, the Statue of Liberty comes to life. I can't are you remember. for real? Are you for I, real right they're now? They're blending together in my brain right now. The compelling plot of Lego Batman 2 is... You get you get somehow get that mixed up with the banal plot of Lego Marvel. <laughs> I actually like Lego Marvel better. Well, actually, no. Okay, yeah. the The Statue of Liberty had to be in Lego Batman Two because in Lego Marvel, the part that I played was with the X Men, and yeah, it makes but more New, sense. But New York City is never featured in the DC universe, is it? It it's it's featured in the Marvel universe several times. Fuck, I don't know. Okay, let me. Well, look, you, I can look this <laughs> up. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any like superhero that calls New York City their home in the DC universe. I know Batman is in New York, uh, or not Bat. I'm sorry, Spider Man is in New York for Marvel. So, yeah, this is important stuff. You need you need to get these facts straight before I make a conscious decision as a consumer of Lego products. Fuck! Oh, the Statue of Liberty was in the Marvel game. I okay, did I don't, it. I don't Detective remember what Joe happened. Wins. I don't remember what happened in Lego Batman. Oh, I remember. Okay, <laughs> the Joker has like a giant robot Joker that stomps around the city. Okay, that's kind of like the Statue of Liberty coming to life. It's pretty similar, actually. They're so out wait, of ideas, Joe. <laughs> they're out of ideas. Let's make a giant inanimate object become an animate object and destroy everything it's <laughs> ironic because it's taking man's creation and turning it against them yep. hubris <laughs> but yeah those games are fun 
so, something so clicked fun in my brain that this you weekend. just listen to podcasts while playing them. So compelling are they? Well, they're fun that but you let's listen be to real. F1 the racing podcasts. The stories in those games are not are not what you come to those games for. Yeah, you come to them collecting little little pieces of Lego. There's so many pieces to collect, Joe. Some say that he's still collecting to this day. Yep. But only some. <laughs> only some. <laughs> the rest of them are just collecting because they, they don't have time. They don't have time to make that. Ugh. Ugh. The <laughs> it's absolutely disgusting. Oh, my gosh. Do we want to go to the news? Or do we want to do the Amiibo really? Minute first? Amiibo I Minute mean, first? Let's get Amiibo Minute out of the way. Joe, it has been a good week in the land of Amiibo. You got all the Amiibo you could ever want? I So the hunt is over, kind of, for me. I found the two that I was missing. Someone traded one that I had doubles of. Ooh, for, excellent. For two that they had. All right. Unfortunately, they shipped it to me not so well, so the packaging got dented. So that's why it's only kind of. I technically have them, but the packaging is dented. I don't like that. I don't like the packaging. I don't like a dented package. It's not good. The cardboard is creased. This is not good. But That's unfortunate. I, technic- I technically have them all, especially since I packaged mine really well. I put a ton of bubble wrap and shit. Like, that thing ain't getting de- dented. He didn't give a fuck. He just threw them in the box and shipped them over. Oh, well. Some of them just... Yeah, some people just have no courtesy. Yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I would not stand but, for that. I would de- I would say you never got the package. <laughs> oh, well. Demand a refund. Well, the re- it was a trade. Demand tra- the retrade. <laughs> Demand the retrade. Don't ship his back to him. <laughs> so, yeah, so I technically have them all, and that's not the reason why it's good. The good thing is, you know how we were talking about how Nintendo said they were going to restock the Amiibos? Mm-hmm. So they actually did, and the Toys R Us near where I live got a fucking ton of them. And guess what? What? All, all of the Toys R Uses in the country got a ton of them. A lot so of everyone the got a ton of them. A lot of the rare amiibos are not rare anymore. A bunch of scalpers quit. A bunch of collectors quit. It's fucking fantastic. Because this is this what is I wanted. This is great. I, I was never in it for the rarity. I just wanted the figures. Nintendo this week killed the market for like uh, for rare amiibos. And I love it. Because you know what? These should be things that people can get. And people are getting them now, thanks to this restock, and it makes me so happy. And news is coming in that the that the they have numbers for the new amiibos coming next month, and they're getting hundreds of them per, per store, hundreds per store. It's and so be begins the downfall of Nintendo, <laughs> no. because now everyone is out of the race, and now Nintendo is overstocking, and this will lead well, to the great amiibo so you, crash of. Well, the thing is, like, fifteen. it's not overstocked now because now there's just some on shelves. Like, you know how we would always go to the store and there'd be, like, a Mario and the rest of the shelf is just fucking empty? Yep, just all N- Mario. Now it's just like, oh, there's a reasonable amount on shelves. Like, that's just how it should be, you know? It's not, like, crazy where there's, like, a ton of them it's overflowing. It's just like, hey, there's, like, a couple of each one. That's good. Of course, when I got there, when they first put them on shelves, they were overflowing. But I went back a few days later. There's only a couple left of each one. I'm like, okay, yeah. They, they finally made enough. It took them a whole year to get their production going, I guess. 
I guess so. Yeah. yeah, and there's new amiibos coming. New Animal Crossing amiibos. And guess what? They... Well, probably these were coming, but the as I said, the first run of Animal Crossing Amiibo didn't have what you wanted. This new round has has got Nook, it's got Rossetti, it's got all the guys you want. It's got it's got all the guys you want, not these weird like cat people, like yeah, dog people, dog people, dog people. Yeah. Every people, every person is a person, even if they're another kin. Yep. So I'm happy. I'm happy that Nintendo. See, it looks like Nintendo's getting their shit together because, yeah, over the weekend, like, so th- I'm part of the Nintendo voice chat amiibo group on Facebook. And oh, over God. the weekend, like, literally dozens of people said, oh, these aren't rare anymore. I'm just going to get rid of my collection. You want to buy them for 15 bucks each? <laughs> yes. I was like, yes, it's fucking over. It's over. Finally, we can get these things. It's great. Like, you know who was in it for the money and who was actually in it to be like, I like these. Like, you're, fi- you're finding out. You're finding out. The love of money is the root of all evil, but amiibos will last forever. Yes. <laughs> it's good to have well, a happy ending. for as long as it takes for plastic to degrade. Uh, Like, literally thousands of years. We're good, then. We're good. We're We're good. Awesome. Well, then with that, we can move into news. 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 Um, To start off with, uh, continuing on with Nintendo news, Super Mario Maker has now sold over 1 million units worldwide and has over 2.2 million courses created. Only about 95% of them are auto-scrollers or <laughs> auto, auto-play or play yeah. whatever the one is where you don't move. Auto-play. People are awful level designers. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, look at Little Big Planet. Like, sure, there was a bunch of good ones, but most of those were shit. Yeah. I, but, I mean, I feel like even with Little Big Planet, it was pretty easy to parse out, like, some of the good levels from the bad. Like, if you search something, it was pretty good about getting the best. But that's so because Little Big Planet actually had searching tools. Mario That's Maker true. doesn't. Mario Maker has like the worst interface for finding levels that there possibly could be. That reminds me of a discussion like some people were having, or I believe it was the Bombcast, where they're like, well, yeah, codes are annoying, but how else are you going to find someone else's level? And I was just shouting at my computer, the search bar! Yeah, a the search bar. The search bar! It doesn't even support like friends. Like you can't. Like when you have, like, it doesn't even use your Wii U friends list. If you add someone on your Wii U friends list, you can't instantly share stuff with them. You have to add them with their fucking code. Like, what the, what is, like, at every step, I'm, I'm always shocked by like Nintendo. Like, these codes were bad in 2004. Now it's 2015, and you still use codes? Are you kidding me? Yeah, like, yeah, it makes no sense, and the. Th- top it all off, I feel like it's still kind of an oversight to not have, like, worlds. You know, like, not necessarily, like, a map overlay, but not to but not to be able to, like, group levels together. So, like, it, every level yeah. is piecemeal, so you can't be like, this is 1-1, one, one, this is 1-2, this is 1-3, this is 1-4, you know? I don't know, like, simple, stupid shit. Like, maybe a playlist of levels. Like, shit like that would be pretty cool, but alas, it's not necessarily a feature. Yeah, that would be I'm, cool, especially since... I- Little Big Planet had that, and um, maybe maybe it'll come. Like uh, with especially with Splatoon, they've really well with Splatoon and Smash Brothers, they've really impressed me at how and Mario Kart. 
all these recent games, they've surprised me at how much they've supported them post-launch. So maybe they'll support Mario Maker with new stuff in the coming year. Maybe, yeah. I would I would like to see some more. Like, the tools as they are, it's still a pretty good game. Um, but yeah, there, there's just like small bits and pieces where it's like, oh yeah, this is a Nintendo product. Yeah. Yeah, but still, so it's selling well. Cause yeah, it like has a, million, e- a million units for a Wii U game? Like, that's amazing. million units for a game that hasn't even been out for a month yet. Yeah, this thing's going to sell f- like a ton. And that's like crazy because that... that so I'm thinking, how high of an attach rate do you think this game will get? 50%? Uh, I, I, I believe 50%. Is it being released as a full $60 game? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a full price game. Well, I think yeah. it, might, it might be 50. It might be 50, but it's, it's basically a full price game. I mean, basically, I mean, I think, yeah, I think the, well, the attach rate and how many we use are out there, like 10 million now, or is it more Let like 9 check. million? 10.3. 10.3, so an attach rate of 50% would, yeah, would be about like 5, 5 million. million. Yeah. I, I think it has potential to get near the 40% range. Like 4 million I think is realistic um, or possible at least. Uh, yeah. I think the holiday is where the bulk of the sales will be and we'll probably know by the end of December um, if what, what the attach rate officially is. I'm going to, I would put it more at 40%. But you know who's who knows? Uh, yeah, I think I think it'll it's going to continue to do well though. It yeah. certainly is. People selling love well. that game. People love it. I mean, yeah, it's kind of. I don't want to like continue to shit on the Wii selection because they've built up a good library of games. But I'm trying to think like what. So Splatoon was this summer. Okay, um, the, Wii, the Wii U has a really good library now. It has it's a good library now. It's it just it's unfortunate that it took so long. It took three years to get a library that honestly should have been there like year one. But I'm just saying, like, what else is on the horizon? Like, oh, nothing. Well, because Zelda. Spl- Spl- Zelda, but that who fucking knows with that one? And then yeah, Star Fox yeah. was delayed. But um, we don't even know if that's good or yet not. And they probably won't good be good or not yet. <laughs> good or yet not. But I mean, like the last. So Splatoon was this summer, and that was like the last like big game. So that's what I'm saying is people who are now done with Splatoon and are moving on to a new game. Well, even then, though, Splatoon people has replayability. They, yeah, they're probably not. They're done. still trickling out new DLC every week. Oh, really? They're still doing that. All right. Yeah, that's cool. they just added new guns like a few days ago. All right. Well, then, yeah, Splatoon will probably stick around a little bit longer. So. Yeah, so then I, 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 I get they're doing it at a reasonable pace, if nothing else. Games that are coming out for the more core audience. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I think it's they're kind of just chugging along or kind of waiting in water, not not being uh, extraordinary, but not slumping, which is which is all right. They're, so, so, Joe. Yes. I, this is well. This is kind of related because it's Nintendo, but naturally, I looked up that Wii U number on VG charts. Yes. Guess what game is the top-selling game for this week? For this week? Yeah. Take a guess. Just guess. You'll you're never gonna guess it. But guess what game was New the top-selling Super game? New Super Mario week? Bros. U, or whatever the Wii U. No, no. Overall global top best-selling game this week. Guess what it was on 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 everything. On everything, all platforms this week. What was the best-selling game worldwide? 
Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five. No, it's it's dumber. Um, no, do, do not say, do not say. I uh, <laughs> uh, mm, I Destiny. No. Okay. Fuck. I don't know. Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer. Fuck! God <laughs> damn it! It continues. They're, they're just going to keep getting more money and stop and not even try to make the next one a jump at all. I like how Daniel yelled chill at the top of the stairs like I wasn't doing that for comedic effect and knew how loud I was being. <laughs> but yes, that's dumb. That's plenty dumb. I know you are yelling it through the floor, fool. I know where you at. Oh, <laughs> he's you, coming you, over. I'm going to bet that a lot of those sales are because it's bundled with exclusive amiibo cards. Yeah. That might those be the amiibo case. Amiibo cards. It's just like how um that new version of Mario Party sold over like close to a million copies just because it was bundled with an amiibo. Mhm. God damn. That's dumb. I hate that game. I I've seen what I need to see of that game. That game is dumb. I'm it, not. It's, yeah, I watched that quick look, and then and Dan was like, "Well, that's the game." I'm like, "Wait, that, that's literally it." He's like, "Yeah, like that's that's it. Like you just do it again and yeah, again, it and again, quantitatively evaluate you or anything. Like, yeah. no, you just do it, and then you're done. How is that a game? Speaking of how is that a <laughs> game? Konami is releasing a pachinko line trademarked big boss <laughs> so uh. this is the future this is it this is it's it's done the dream is dead For, forget is anything about a mission 51 the dream is dead so is it related is it actually like a metal gear pachinko line or are they I just, mean, is it just like a fun name that they're what using what else could it be I mean if, I mean, it's gonna be a, a code I wouldn't, name I wouldn't be surprised if it's kind of like removed a little bit from well it's trademarked so like oh. I don't know if people bother to even trademark game oh. like you know you know what I mean like a prototype yeah, I know names what you mean. yeah so yeah then yeah then that's what it is that's crazy yeah I mean you as someone that's been in Japan like they have pachinko th- machines for fucking everything, dude. Like they had. Oh yeah, pachinko no, machi- I don't doubt it. They had Batman Beyond. Wait, was no Batman Be- Begins pachinko machines that basically would just play scenes from the movie, and then you'd have to like get score points based off of that somehow. It's like, like Star like, Wars it, slots. Like literally anything, they'll make a pachinko machine out of it. I don't doubt it. So this is the sad, sad future for like. A franchise that has arguably been most one of the most critically acclaimed franchises ever. So yep. great. And on a related note, uh, Metal Gear Solid Online actually is releasing. I think it's released right now. I think it just what? released. What? Yeah. On yeah. Rockin' Four Day. I I think so. So <laughs> I was on Twitter and I just saw a bunch of retweets from Hideo Kojima, and it was like from Konami UK and Konami Germany, and they were all like. Yeah, here's the server status for MGO. Like, get get to it, or like, you know, go go play it. And I went online, and it's like, oh yeah, so the servers are up for every system now, except for PC Steam. So, yeah, that apparently happened, or that just happened. So I'm like, I feel compelled to try it. 
that being said, I have a lot to do right now, and it's like literally no time. So, yeah. But I will probably try that sometime next week and uh, give a full report two weeks from now on. I'd be the curious because I'd be curious how uh, how it translates to multiplayer. I think it would be fun to do. I think it helps to have a bigger attachment rate. Uh, I mean, at least in this kind of like. Uh, I don't know. I feel like Metal Gear Solid Five has had a large enough attachment rate that it can still be enjoyed by people. Because four, four had MGO had a Metal Gear Online, but that was only on the PS3, and I think that released a while after the game was out. Also, that online was fucking well. Not the actual game wasn't atrocious, but the sign up process. It didn't use your PlayStation Network ID. You had to sign up for a separate Konami Online ID. Yep. So in the game, you had to sign into a separate account just to play. That was the dumbest thing they ever did. It was really dumb. And um, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker actually had an online, like competitive online component to it as well that I actually tinkered around with a little bit, but there was only like five people in the entire world playing it. Hmm. Like no joke, like five. <laughs> Yeah, I'm it was not surprised. Real, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I would have thought there would have been like it was part of the HD collection. So I'm like, eh, maybe there will be like twenty or so. Like, surely there are people out there boosting, right? No, no, literally, no one's playing it. So they're all they're all play, they're all stuck on the PSP version. That's that they're, might, they're purists. That might be the case. I don't know. All all I do know is Metal Gear Solid Five is long enough that anyone who is playing it is probably still playing it in some meaningful capacity. So I would think that MGO this time around will get a little bit more uh, interaction from the people playing it. So, I don't know. I'll keep you posted. Definitely. Uh, Any news you would like to field? So, some Oculus news. Um, uh, Palmer Lucky, you know, our, our buddy, Palmer Lucky, he's come out and said that the Oculus Rift is going to be more than $350. It's going to be at least $350, probably more. And he um, has said that he wants it to be the optimum, experience, optimum experience. They've spared no expense, which, sure, that's good. Okay, Hammond. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's a good thing that they want the best experience. But this is cementing what me and you have been saying for a while, that this is not going to be a casual thing. This is going to be for hardcore people that want it. For It's going to be a niche thing until it gets cheaper. Like it, No random person is just going to buy an Oculus Rift for $350 plus the cost of a PC. Right. It's going to be super enthusiast. Yeah. Yep. Like even, even me looking at that price, is, I'm just kind of like, eh. Yeah. That's that's console like the PS4 is getting a price dropped at three fifty like that's console full console price there. <laughs> totally, yeah. That who's this will be interesting to see as it transpires and see if like how much support it'll get from there. Uh, yeah, as far see. as games are concerned, because they'll look at the market and be like, "Is this even worth our time?" I think for at least the first few years, it's going to be an enthusiast thing. It might break out. It might break out into the mainstream, but it might never. But uh, at least for the first few years, it's going to be enthusiasts only, I think. Hmm. Well, I, yeah, let's, let's keep tabs on that. And I'm curious what some of the other uh, 
the pricing on some of the other virtual headsets are going to be probably yeah. they'll probably try to stay comparable because if like they see the Oculus Rift at a certain price they'll be like well we'll undercut it by like $50 mm-hmm. that way they'll grab up the market and still be able to keep their margins high because you know there's no use in them like severely undercutting it to like $200 or anything you know what I mean totally yeah and, and it makes sense because like think about what's in an Oculus like you're basically buying a cell phone and guess what? Cell phones ain't cheap. Like, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Now, if they could get, well, no, even that wouldn't work. If it's like, because I have my Galaxy Six Edge thing. Because don't don't they have the uh, the Gear thing? What is yeah, that thing called? The Gear VR. The Gear VR, Gear VR is, is two hundred dollars. Um, but I'm gonna be honest with you, Joe. I don't know if it works with the Galaxy S. Six uh, Edge. I know it works with the GS6. I don't know if it works with the Edge model because I, it's a different screen. You know, I'm yeah. This well, I mean the the cur- yeah the curvature is very slight. Like I feel yeah. like the form factor is pretty much the same. But yeah, there's that slight curve. I would like to think it shouldn't hurt it that much as long as the screen size is the same and maybe the edges at the top and bottom will be a little bit odd. Here I'll look know. it up. I'll look it up. Yeah, you yep, can look okay, it up. Okay, yeah, it, it does work at the edge. It works Great, with the edge. Great, awesome. So, I'll so you <laughs> can get the $200 one. Oh. Didn't they come down in price? Actually. Go on. Oh, never mind, never mind. This okay. Is the, this is the Innovator Edition. I was like, actually, it's $99, but that's the uh, that's the Innovator Edition, which is last year's model. The oh. new one that's $200, which is the pr- one you probably want. We're only the latest and greatest here. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? So it's cheaper, but then you're limited to the hardware that's on your phone, which is, let's be honest, you're not going to be playing. If I could just stream to it. (laughs) Oh, that would be great, except for the latency will make you throw up. You say that like I don't want to throw up. (laughs) It'll do wondrous things to your body. Wondrous and magical things. It eliminates all the toxins. <laughs> so in other news, other Twitter news. Um, so this is something that we've been following for a while, but uh, the those, those fellows over at Criterion, um, a lot of them left. Uh, most of the people that worked at Criterion and made Burnout are not at Criterion anymore. Criterion now is like a really small team, but they made a new studio called Three Fields Entertainment, and they've been they've already working on this new game. It's like an action game, kind of like extreme sports, but they're hinting about what their next game is going to be. Ooh, and this is the time that they would like to announce the successor to Burnout, Freeze In. <laughs> Uh, we, one can only hope. One can only hope. I, but yeah, how bold of a move would that be to just freeze be like, fuck you, we're calling it freezing. And then they'll <laughs> be like, well, that's a violation of copyright. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. But no, they're, they're completely being, different. They're being very, they're v- being very, uh, coy, coy about it and doing as much like they have, they never mention burnout in any of these, obviously, because, you know, they don't own the license, but they're all like, so our first multiplayer sports game is coming in spring 2016. After that, we make a driving game. What Ooh. sort of dri- what sort of driving game you ask? 
a spiritual successor. Speed, traffic, and crashing. Lots of crashing. Spirit, and then the, then the next tweet is spiritual successor to which one though? The second, the third, the fourth? Hashtag decisions. Flat out. <laughs> uh, Need for speed. <laughs> oh my god! Don't do it! Don't do it! We would like to announce the want for acceleration. <laughs> Successor uh, to, <laughs> fuck. I kind of want them to make a a, a a spiritual successor to Burnout Paradise. I feel like they would probably try to aim for that target. I I think that would be their best bet. Um, there was something special about that game. It was special in that it was like the only. It was the only per- Burnout game. It, well, no, that's not the case. I I feel like Burnout Paradise had like some of the most personality. Assigned yes. to it. I mean, well, which was it? Three was takedown. Burnout three was takedown. Three down was takedown. That one was where they started to get into the, like their edge. Yeah, three. I love three. Three is great, but like Paradise is just on another level. Like the the stuff that they did with the online in that game, like it paved the way for what online is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah it 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 did a lot for it, and yeah, and th- yeah, there was just something. That, yeah, there was just a feeling to that game. That yeah. I enjoyed a lot, but either way, e- whether they replicate three or paradise, uh, either one of those are fine. One and two, no, you you, you guys can keep those. I, <laughs> yeah, I don't necessarily the, need those. It the, really didn't hit its stride until three. They were kind of sterile. One and two were incredibly sterile, but they had the foundations for the good ideas that would become cent- central in a three in paradise. Yes. So. Yeah, that that I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Speaking of crazy physics, Havoc is to join Microsoft. So now nobody can enjoy the sweet, sweet feel of Havoc physics. Havoc exclusive to Xbox One and Windows 10. Great. Awesome. <laughs> what will we do for physics now? I don't know. I don't know you, either. You know, Microsoft announced a whole bunch of stuff today. Did you see that? Did you see what they announced? They announced a whole bunch of stuff today? No, I did not see what they announced today. What did so they, they announce an- today? They announced the uh, Surface 4, which, yeah, sure. But the big thing is that they made a, what is it? Oh, I forget what it's called, but it's basically a competitor to the MacBook Pro. And they're boasting about how, like, it's twice as powerful as the MacBook Pro, which is co- that's That's cool. But I think their biggest downfall is that it's kind of twice as expensive too. Are you for real? It's that's crazy. It's, it's like a like you know the entry level MacBook Pro is like twelve hundred dollars something like that. Yeah. The 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 Microsoft one is like two thousand dollars. I'm like Microsoft, you don't come in at a higher price than the product that is seen as a, a premium product. I was about to say that that's completely <laughs> counterintuitive to what they should be doing. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. Maybe that'll happen. But the big thing, and the one that is uh, scaring, well, not scaring, but uh, people are talking about at Garmin, is that they announced their new fitness band today. Ooh. And they, Eating your lunch. They've pulled out all the stops, Joe. That band has pretty much every feature that you can put into a fitness band. And I know about fitness band features because I work on a company that makes them. They so even how, have how golf does it stack stuff. up? 
How does even it stack have, up to... Well, it's not out yet, so we don't know. Oh, okay. But they announced it, and it's basically a kitchen sink approach, which could be good or bad. It could be good in that it supports a lot of stuff, but it could be bad in that it's a, you know, what is it? The master master of none... Whatever. Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, it might be like mediocre. But better than master of one. That's how is that it, phrase. That's how that phrase ends. But no one ever does it. Jack of all trades, master of none, but better than master of one. See, we're. I'm interested in seeing their golf implementation because that's brand new to them, and we have years of working on golf stuff. And even we, like you know, it takes time for us to get golf stuff going. So I'd like to see their new golf features and see if they're very primitive or if they've like revolutionized golf somehow primitive primitive golf features they use they use like a stick instead of a club <laughs> yeah exactly uh, fucking use a rock instead of a golf ball uh, uh. <laughs> well interesting interesting Wow. Otherwise, that seems to round out news. Yeah. And you know what that means. Uh, Oh, fuck. I forgot. Sonic Fan On Wiki. I always always forget. (laughs) Well, this article we have here is for Vanessa the Cat. And at the top of this, we have a quote from Vanessa. Wait, before we go on. Oh, really? Is this this like Big the Cat's daughter or something? No, she's a black cat with gray hair and a ponytail. I don't know how that works, actually. Looking at this picture, (laughs) this picture makes no goddamn sense. She's wearing all black. She has belts all over her. uh, And she has goggles with red lenses. I don't know how those would be useful at all. Hey, I have goggles with red lenses. She has fingerless gloves. Who is this? This is weird. She sounds like a badass cat. She tries to be. Either (laughs) way, a quote we have up on top here is, I need to do this, 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 this shit. This my uh, German accent. No, that's fucking, I don't know what ethnicity she's supposed to be. Either way, it's like, quit it with this talking already. You won't make any friends. That's a quote from Vanessa. Vanessa apparently (laughs) is stalked by people. Um, Vanessa's a combat specialist. Vanessa the cat is Knight's love in- interest. They forgot the E in interest. Um, and as a secret agent spy, period, Vanessa the cat has a fake <laughs> French accent. So already off to the bat, there's grammatical errors galore. Um, and so I don't know who Knight have, is. So you should have read it in a French accent. Uh, yeah. See, I couldn't, I don't know because Z is also a, uh, a, a German because they can't pronounce THs which doesn't yeah. make sense when you do with but whatever so yeah she has a fake French accent I will not read this in a fake French accent because I suck at it so uh, Vanessa is a black cat with dark red lipstick that she likes to call dying cherry flavor that makes no grammatical sense her attire is a <laughs> t-shirt and pants with long gloves they put okay so can I just say this right now? This person keeps forgetting spaces after their periods. And oh. it's like her attire is a t-shirt and pants with long gloves, period. Black hair with goggles. Like, 
this is this is not good sentence flow. Black hair with goggles are included, and she wears a cape like a cardigan. She has blue eyes and blue eye shadow. Personality. Vanessa is very serious and snappy. Don't let her looks fool you. She is easily angered. So there's a common theme here. Everyone gets angry on the Sonic fan on. I guess this is reflective of the audience. She isn't very princessy, but is always <laughs> cruel, especially when it comes to boys. <laughs> Why is she a man hater? She is very prissy and is very good at giving death glares that practically scare the living daylights out of everyone. She also wow. uses duck and fish lips. Okay, so What? I don't fucking know. Vanessa was created by Lord. And there's a link to Lord. Uh, I don't know. I'm not going to go there. Lord, so she would have become a brave warrior. She was meant to be a machine, which would obey Lord at all costs. But this fails, and she becomes a normal being with feelings and dreams. Lord sends Vanessa to a strange village, where she was adopted by a family. She grew up happily until Lord got his army to beat her father to death. With her her father killed Vanessa became angry with herself And lost all of her kindness Vanessa spent nine Okay so they wrote nine as a number And then followed it with the word nine So I'm just going to assume That meant 99 (laughs) Vanessa spent 99 years punching a tree (laughs) And made her hands Invincible Vanessa grew out a fake French accent and she got that she got used to and was a thief and criminal in her teens. They misspelled thief. Escaping the police, a secret society was very interested in her. Vanessa joined the society called Tear. Vanessa became an elite agent, became their top agent. Wait, what? What? She became an elite agent and their top agent, so she was both elite and top. So the best of the best. Vanessa Damn. was vile, cruel, and Ever since, period, Vanessa and her brother, comma, Edward, and then it just continues, it doesn't come after Edward, were retrieved by Lord and his team at the age of 18. So wait, starting at the age of nine, she started to punch a tree and then turned 18 and did all of this in like a year, I'm going to assume. Yeah, Edward abandoned Vanessa, and she was forced to work for Lord. Once Vanessa was sent to kidnap Cassie, Cassie, I don't know who that is, Knight helped her, and she betrayed Knight. Wait, Knight helped her, and she betrayed Knight. What? Okay, um, Vanessa joined Knight and his resistance team called Wolfpack, and Knight fell instantly in love with her. The only problem was she didn't return the love, and and the worst part was Vanessa's cruel personality made her strictly decline all of his offers to help. Someone has a bad case of the friend zone. So the reason I read these to you is I would like, I feel we can do a literary analysis of this whole thing. I feel like we can deconstruct the story of this alleged Vanessa the cat and realize that this is really the author channeling their inner feelings through Vanessa. And that we can better understand yeah. I've noticed trends in these like female characters <laughs> is that they always fucking hate men. Uh-huh. So I'm pretty sure all these dudes just assume that all women hate men because they can't get any. Yeah, I like that's totally what I'm getting here. <laughs> and I like it how she joined the society called Tear and then apparently at the end there's some mention of her like 
forming another unit called Teardrop, and I get like very like weird fox and foxhound oh. vibes off of that. I'm not sure if that was the intent. Oh, she has reception. She has a reception section. Vanessa was found bothersome by fans. By what fans? By <laughs> who? <laughs> oh, what, what? No. <laughs> Not only have they made a fake character, they made fake fan reactions. Uh, no, this is how this went. They showed it to their parents, and their parents are like, what the fuck are you doing? Go outside. <laughs> Why? Some thought Vanessa might have been homosexual and bratty. The fans also didn't like how she had a tough-as-nails attitude, but is a huge fan of Nikki. Who's fuck is Nikki? Vanessa was on the top 10 bitches in gaming ranked at number 10. What? what? She was on... <laughs> <laughs> She was also Wait, is, this the guy's top. just probably right. This is probably like his ex girlfriend's name. She's like, a fucking bitch. Fucking she was also on the top ten worst Cyclonetter Netter characters. I don't know who Cyclonetter is. Despite the hate, Vanessa has been liked for her gameplay and is a favorite among the fans in Japan. Oh, in what Japan! Oh my God, Peter. Yeah. Voice actors. Oh my god, okay. Nolan North. No. <laughs> Vanessa's current English voice actor is Penelope Cruz. In Becky in Becky Generations and Cyclone the Hedgehog, she was voiced by Bella Hudson because her accent didn't exist yet. And then Wait, there's a Japanese. What does that even a- mean? I'm sorry? What does that mean? Her accent didn't exist yet? Like it's kind of like a Kiefer Sutherland, David Hayter thing where it's like, oh, well, Kiefer is like this in between between Richard Doyle who plays Big Boss as an old man and David mm-hmm. Hayter as a uh, naked snake as a younger dude, I, I guess. Okay. I don't know. And then there's a Japanese voice actor. Mikoi Sasaki is Vanessa's Japanese voice actor and it has in parentheses fan made. I don't know why they put fan made there. It's fan I don't, fan made voice pack. Yeah, I'm I don't understand. So now we have quotes. So from Vanessa, let's see let's see. Uh exclamation point. You destroyed my Ferrari. It took weeks to repair, and my gingerbread house I took twelve hours to make has gone missing. Well, what do you have to say for yourself? I don't fucking know the context of that <laughs> quote. You know, just like in the in the in the Sonic racing game, that's what she says when she's just driving around. Um. Yeah. Here's an exchange between her and Knight, this Knight character. Now hold on, let's ride, says Vanessa. Too fast, says Knight. Do you want to save Cassie? Responded Vanessa. No, I mean yes, shouted Knight back at her. Good, said Vanessa. That's that's what that's. That's the memorable quote. <laughs> That's the memorable exchange between her and Knight. Oh, also, um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to copy this because, and I'm going to show it to Peter. It's a picture. So if you guys like want to see this picture, I would recommend going online and searching for Vanessa, the uh, <laughs> Vanessa the cat, and. <laughs> You'll be able to find this page on the Sonic Fan On Wiki. That is a first drawing of Vanessa's motors motorbike, and in the back is apparently Knight. 
Yeah, feast, <laughs> feast upon that. This, this great picture. So this kid's probably like six years old. I mean, <laughs> I... Writing I, shit on the internet. I, I mean, well, no, no. This is the worst part. So here's another picture of her. So I don't know anymore. I, I think that's another picture of oh. her. Yeah. So like, I don't know this person. I don't know anything about this. If you want to see this article, search Vanessa the Cat online on Google. You'll probably get it. Uh, go to the link that says sonicfanon.wikia.com and it's nonsense. So so do people collaborate on these? Like, this is clearly two different people drawing. I'm going to say no. So I think the way this works is I think people, it's basically kind of like, you just make your own web page on here, I think. Oh. I don't understand how any of this works. I don't know how any of this works. I just know that all of this is made up and the points don't matter. And there's apparently 10,205 pages on this wiki. So I can go all day, friends. <laughs> I won't, but I could. Man. So this is the deep, dark hole that Sonic fans are living in right now. I'm sorry. And for, and for those of you that didn't bother to look... The the first image is like an MS Paint crudely drawn picture, and the second one's actually a pretty like like that could be like real character art from like a Sega game. Yeah, possibly, <laughs> maybe or Deviant Art to say the least. Yeah, Deviant Art. Deviant Art. So, oh my goodness, I'm gonna have an aneurysm. Do we have any emails, Peter? Oh, I haven't checked. Uh, you talk you, while I go. You check. knew this question was coming. You oh, knew. I forgot. I my brain. I'll I'll just do my. We key. we had a release today, Joe, and everything exploded for like two hours. But now it's all it's all working now. That sounds like me on a typical Saturday night. Hmm. Wink, we wink, nudge, have, nudge. We didn't get any emails. All right. Well, that's that's fine. That's fine. I'm not upset. No. Nope. Somebody send us emails. Any day, you can send those emails to zucchinithumbs at gmail.com. If you'd also like to spout nonsense on us, you can find me and Peter on Twitter. Our handles will be posted in the description of this episode. Those same handles also apply to all of the other places you can find us, like the PlayStation Network or Steam. You can also find Peter on Xbox Live or the Nintendo Miiverse. I guess I got that right this time. You can visit our website, zucchinithumbs.com. There you will find links to our iTunes page where you can rate and review us. You should do that. And we have an incentive for if you do such a thing, we will, like, treat you to, like, $20 worth of something stupid maybe you have to do that first and then we'll decide if we care um in addition to that you will also be directed to i believe our facebook page and our youtube page there you can have you can subscribe and also like those videos of some of our past work and like i said before you can email us at zucchinithumbs at gmail.com Send us questions, comments, concerns. We might read them as long as they're not too stupid. I'll read them. Peter will read them regardless. Um, Outside of that, there's really nothing much else to report. No. So, 
Well, I tried sending a link, and then I failed, and then I sent it for reals the second time. I'm looking at the link. It's stuff about burnout. No, I, s- I sent a second one, because I didn't mean to send that one. I meant to send the other one. All right, I'm checking this other one. Oh, my God, it's Wooly World Yoshi with Greg... Oh, gross. Greg Miller is licking shit. He, he licked it. He licked it. He did the lick test. It appears to have passed the lick test, so we know it's good. <laughs> We know it's good now. With that being said, you've been listening to another episode of Shit Gamers Say. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, a wonderful life. Don't get cut. Or else.